Who were you before you lost your wild self? That's what we're helping you explore on the Tend Her Wild podcast. Through questions and tools around how best to listen to your inner voice, rewild ourselves, and live the most authentic life where we thrive instead of survive. I'm Betsy. And I'm Kate. And we're so glad you've joined us for this episode. This is Betsy. In today's episode of Tend Her Wild, we are going to have a discussion on the common anxiety and restlessness that tends to emerge or can emerge during the season of autumn. Hi, Kate. Hi, Betsy. This is such a good topic as we go into the fall, and the fall is officially next week. So, yeah. When I think the, the episode, the timing of this episode, we're going to be right sort of on the very early cusp of this transition, of course, of the fall equinox. So I have a long-term, I want to say hateful, but I'm going to try to change that <laughs> word, um, challenging relationship to autumn. So I thought that I would start, Kate, by sharing my sort of experience with autumn and then would love to hear from you. And funny enough, just actually saw a friend this morning and she's told me the opposite. She said, I love the fall. It's my favorite season of the year. So this whole conversation we're going to have today may not apply hundred percent to you. Um, I think there'll be aspects that apply to everyone, but that um, there's going to be a, popu- a subpopulation where hopefully what we say today is going to be like, oh my gosh, this so relates to how I feel. Um, And even if it doesn't fully relate to you, you're going to have someone in your life that this applies to. Yes, absolutely. So my traditional relationship to fall, when the leaves start to, to fall, when the light starts to change, when the apples come onto the trees, when the yellow school buses come back, is I go into um, angstiness. I go into um, anxiety. I don't sleep as well. Um, And I can't ever pin it on anything. It's just this like low level hum under the surface that I'm aware of. So it's as if I come out of summer where it's been like long, warm summer days, swimming, uh, different schedule. And I start to feel like the buzz of life come back on. And I think in retrospect that I've had this challenged relationship to fall for as long as I can remember, but I was misguided in understanding it. So for years, I blamed it on Hawkeye football. (laughs) I remember you saying this to me. Yes. I used to live in a small house right near the football stadium for about five years. So of course we were the hub of people coming into town and parking and, you know, tailgating. And it was then that I realized like I started to detest the fall. And so I thought it was 
the football season. Then when we moved away from the, the football house, it didn't go away. It didn't go away. <laughs> and I'm like, what, what is up with this? So several years ago, when I started to study Ayurveda more, I learned that there are certain body types. My body type is one of them that when there's this sort of influx of air, wind, dryness in the fall, there's a tendency for certain body types to get thrown off course and to have more anxiety. And that's exactly what happens to me. So instead of the winds of fall and the crisp nights and the apples, I just get crabby, cranky, irritable, pissy, and anxious. So that's my story. <laughs> and you also don't like the fall as we've talked about this. Is that true? Well, I would say as I've gotten older, I like it less. Um, mm -hmm. I have a lot of big things that happen for me in the fall. I have a wedding anniversary. I have a birthday. I have my son's birthday. Um, fall is, you know, I have two kids, well, one out of college, one going to college. So I feel like it's always been a really um, busy and transitional time. I feel like for years, it's, that's what it is for me. And so with transition for me comes anxiety. So yeah. I, I also feel like I associate that time period with change. Often, even if it's good change, it's still change and can, can cause me to have a heightened sense of anxiety. Um, I always, I'm not, I don't love the heat. So I do like, like the coolness of fall, like the weather. It's not necessarily the weather for me. Um, I think it's more of just this period of change and I feel it coming. I feel the end of the year near. I feel the anxiety of I've accomplished everything this year that I wanted to, and it's almost December. And why am I never going to start my Christmas shopping early? I'm never going to be the person that does that. And all the things that come for me with seeing the end of the year come. Um, and then all the, the monumental events that happen for me in the fall. So I think those things play into my fall anxiety as well. So what I love is that we're both talking about something similar and that we have a little bit of anxiety or stir up in the fall, but it almost sounds like they're for slightly different reasons. Mm -hmm. Like yours is more situational in terms of birthdays, anniversaries, back to school, lots going on. And mine is that, but mine is more like at a body visceral level, right? Like yeah. literally my body doesn't like the cold, like my body loves the heat of summer, right? So the days get colder, the wind starts to whip up and my body just almost goes into a panic as well. And then I think added on is, you know, the events and school yeah. and all of that. Um, but I do want to point out that there is a little bit of research that for everyone seasonally, there are mood shifts, right? And that fall tends to have more anxiety in general than let's say spring, like spring, there tends to be more depression that peaks, but fall definitely is a time of more anxiety. So um, there is something about this season. And I have a theory that it's because it's the season of death. All right. We've talked about that. The, about that. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> and it's all around you. It's the, yeah the harvesting, the fields become barren, the trees become barren. Um, you see things literally summer coming to an end. Um, and 
So it's, you can't escape that part of it. You can't escape the, the endings that are happening. And so I do think it, that our bodies and our energies kind of pick that up because it's yeah. all around us everywhere we look. Yeah. And I, I wonder too, um, for those of us who have like some deep unconscious fear of death. And actually, I think probably everyone has fear of death because it's so unknown, like none of us know, but, you know, I definitely have seen some people in my practice and have some friends who have like a really um, deep fear of death. Right. And, um, and so I think that can really surface, right. When, like you said, the, the flowers are all dying off. The grass is getting brown. The corn is all, you know, turning brown. So it, it stirs something up in us around endings. And so if we Mm -hmm. really struggle with endings in our life, if we struggle with, um, finality, if we struggle with death, um, I think this is a season that, you know, can be really challenging. It's that transition time. It's interesting because even though I don't like the cold of winter, I settle much like deeper into that season without anxiety. There's something about the transition. Like, it's like I'm leaving summer and, and it's like this, it's like the, the hallway to winter. <laughs> yeah. Where like, ah, right. Once you I don't like being I'm like, all right, okay, here we are. Settle yeah. in, make a fire, make some tea, but it's like the transition into it is for me really. Well, and that's, I think, what fall and spring are. They're the transitions into those, those yeah. seasons that are a little deeper um, of summer and winter. And so, um, yeah, summer or spring comes and there's hope and there's newness and freshness and life is coming back. And there's so the, an elevated mood. And then I feel like in the fall, just we our mood and our energy just kind of goes with what's, what's leaving us um, seasonally. So, so being aware of it is really, um, I know we've talked about this before in the fall and you always kind of tell us what's coming in yoga and, and give us permission to start to let things go. And maybe there's some wisdom in not fighting against that and just embracing that this is what's happening during this time. Um, because I tend to want to, maybe push up against something. And, and if I just lean into it and is there some wisdom in that, do you think of just embracing? Yeah, I absolutely. And I have to say, I don't think I've talked to you about this. This is the first fall that I can remember that I actually have not had anxiety. So my anxiety usually starts to peak at the end of August. I start to feel that angstiness coming And I have been watching and waiting for it because I know the pattern now and it hasn't come this year, right? Mm -hmm. So here we are mid-September and I'm like, huh, haven't had that weird anxiety that I always have. So I think it's exactly what you're talking about is that I'm leaning into it in a different way. There's a couple things that I think are going on, but um, you know, I'm starting to prepare to teach this reclaim program, which starts right at fall equinox and goes through the spring. And so it's this like conscious inward dive into inner depth work. 
So I think having that, like I'm kind of excited about that, right? So instead of this being a death time, a releasing of summer, it's sort of like, oh, but we're going into the darkest time of the year. And I'm kind of excited about it. I'm leaning in this year because I'm going to go on this depth journey with these women. And so I wonder if that's part of it. And then the other thing is I gave up caffeine. Um, Let's see, last... November, last December. So I've been off caffeine for eight months or something. Yeah. I wonder if that's also part of it. Well, and if I can also reflect back to you, I feel like you've also had a year of really deep, <laughs> right? Yes. So the understatement of the year, Kate. Yeah, I know. Not going on in this last I know. So but my yeah. guess, my point is you've, you've kind of been in the depths of maybe what was reserved for fall during the last nine to 10 months. And so you've been releasing and letting go. And, and so maybe it's not the cumulative nature of that means that the fall isn't going to feel as heavy for you. Yeah. Yeah. That could be the other thing that I, um, you, we haven't talked about this either, but I watched this amazing, amazing, um, documentary and we'll put it in show notes called I think it's called earthing and it's all about this research about the power of walking barefoot mm-hmm. on the earth and grounding and so I have been in this last couple of weeks conscious of every day trying to walk on the earth barefoot and so anxiety is when all the energy is in your head space. And so it's like worry, rumination, busy mind, go, go, go. And I know this, like to get out of the anxiety or to lessen it, we have to pull the energy down into the body. We have to pull the energy down into the legs. But there is something about like walking on the earth barefoot that's been really good for me in these last couple of weeks. So I wonder if that's also a part of it. And then I went into the deep dive because you can buy like products like that you put on your bed that keep you more connected to the energy of the earth. And so I'm going to try it. (laughs) Oh, I want to hear how that goes. See, because I I think it's the ungrounding of the fall. It's the busy, worry, ruminating mind, which is so hard. So I'll keep you posted on. Yeah, I love that. And I I think the connecting with nature instead of, you know, just even by, like you said, being outside, being grounded with the earth and and in any of these seasons or periods of darkness or light being connected with nature, I think makes us feel like we're part of nature and we're, yeah. the cycles are not something to compete against. We're just, that's just the natural cycle of life. And so I I also think just being one, whether it's grounding yourself, you know, taking in the leaves, going on hikes. Um, I remember starting to hike during COVID when there was no, you know, how much we all walked and how much more we were outside. And I was like, I don't, it was a period of time that I was outside more than any other, probably since I was young. And there were no leaves on the trees. I was bundled up. Um, if you'd have told me five years ago, go take a walk, it's five below, I would have said absolutely not. But I was embracing just to get out. And, and it didn't bother me as much because I felt like I was one with it, or I was part of it. And I, I was 
appreciating all the seasons in a different way. So I hope that I'm going to carry that forward too, because that was a shift for me of just accepting. So many people talked about that because I'm with you. I remember I have pictures of me and the kids out hiking that spring of COVID and we were, we would go out every day. We would look forward to hiking in the woods around our house. And yeah, I do think that uh, the great healer is mother earth. And so, and we've become so disengaged from those natural cycles. I mean, that is sort of at the heart of Ayurveda and yoga, which is like realign with nature. And so there is something about dropping into connection with the earth and the season we're in and following eating habits and lifestyle habits that align with that season that I think bring us like way more balance. Yeah. So, yeah. So what are, so when we talk about, if you are feeling some heightened anxiety right now, or if you're anticipating that you may, Mm -hmm. what are some things that we can do to kind of soften this period for ourselves. Um, I, I told you before we started here, I heard this quote this week, to gaze in before you gaze out. And so if you think about self-care, about leaning into what it is internally that you need right now, um, what are some tips we can give? Let's share some things that help us maybe right. during this time. Well, and I love that gaze in before you gaze out because we're coming off of summer, which is a time to gaze out. Yeah. Like we're supposed to be in the world, engaged at barbecues, being outdoors, being, you know, in conversation with neighbors. But then as fall comes, it's again, the hallway, the transition to winter and winter is the time of like really deep gazing in. So I feel like we are needing to transition away from a lot of social engagement, start to not fully completely, but start to move in that direction. So, so yeah, let's talk about tips. And I think I might talk about it from this Ayurvedic perspective, which um, is that there's a lot more wind and air in the fall. And because of that, air, wind is thought, anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. We have to work with sort of um, creating opposite experiences. So one of the things that I consistently do in the fall, I start in the fall, I actually started this, this last week is I start to add more oil Mm. into my regimen. And this is not only more oil in foods. Like I start to veer away from salads and raw foods And I start to like roast my vegetables. I start to add oil to my vegetables, which starts to ground me more. So a lot more roasted cooked foods versus like raw foods. There's like nourishment in that. More nourishment, right. And then I also start to oil my body. And this was a huge, huge game change for me. Like huge game change. So I literally buy like a huge vat of sesame oil. Mm-hmm. And before any shower, I literally cover my Slap. body in oil. I slather it on, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then I let it sit just, you know, for a minute or so. And then I'll shower and I don't soap it off. It just sort of like, or I take a bath with the oil on and it sort of 
seals that oil into my skin. So A, I don't have such dry skin, but it's almost like it creates this protective barrier. Mm-hmm. Like I think as this sensitive, highly sensitive, empathic human, like it adds to me, feels like this layer of protection and security for me. Um, and I feel like when I, it's called Abiyanga, when I regularly oil my body, I definitely see a difference in my anxiety. Yeah. You taught me that years ago and I have a little vat under my counter too. <laughs> that's time to bring out. Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. Cause there's a drying component to fall that is, yes. I mean, just feel it, feel it in the air, in your skin. So yeah, it's very nourishing and very, you know, self-care too, to totally, totally protect, protect yourself. And then I would say, also think about other things that dry you out and, um, caffeine is a big one, right? Mm-hmm. Caffeine dries us out. It, we all know that, you know, it's, you have to drink extra water if you're drinking lots of coffee. So, um, alcohol dries us out. And so some of these things that might be a regular staple in our life, we have to like really consider, like, for instance, in the past, I have been able to handle coffee more in the summer. And then as soon as fall starts, I notice my body can't manage it. Like I get diarrhea or I get really anxious. And so like thinking about, are there drinks that I'm having that dry me out more that I need to lessen? So moving away from so much coffee, moving more to herbal teas, drinking hot water, which our body, yeah, I can see it, um, which our body is able to, um, take in a little bit more than Mm -hmm. cold water. Um, those are all things that seem to make a huge difference for me. So the cooked foods, the warm drinks, less caffeine and adding all that good oil into your diet and onto your skin. Yeah. I think that, um, there's also, you know, in the summer, we're outdoors all the time. We're very active. And so as it starts to get colder, there's this, you know, tendency to, to be outside less, but, you know, the days are getting shorter. So we don't spend as much time in the evening outside or walking. Our walks may get shorter because of the light. And as our cortisol or anxiety goes up, yep. cortisol goes up. So there is a need to be very conscious of still moving, right? And also being able to move all the way through a stress cycle of a day. Yeah. That's somatic movement. So it, it, you kind of, you have to be really intentional. I think about continuing a lot of movement in the fall when there's kind of this desire to just hunker, start to hunker down a little more too. But if you're not processing the stress and the cortisol, then it just becomes a cumulative. Agreed. Fall. Yeah. I noticed that just the other day, it was, it was so dark so early and, mm-hmm. you know, when it stays late until nine at night, it's easy to get a walk in or to get some movement right. in after dinner. And I was noticing that same thing. It's like, as soon as it's dark, it's like, all right, let's settle into the couch. But I agree, Kate, that, um, especially if you do tend towards more anxiety in the fall, like moving it through the system, moving it through the body for yeah. me has also been a huge thing. Like I have to get some movement in to help me process the, um, excess sort of air energy thought in my, in my mind and body. Yeah. Yeah. And then sleeping. I think we all tend to, you know, you said maybe you don't sleep as well. If you're high high anxiety, you're probably not sleeping as well. 
but um, we actually need more sleep in the fall. And so also giving ourselves permission to sleep more, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, a 20 minute nap's nice, but that doesn't make up for shorting yourself on sleep every night for a period of time. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I also think, yeah, you know, summer is a time where we can do with less sleep and now is the Mm -hmm. time to start to lengthen that. And then the last thing I want to talk about is a little bit more esoteric, but I love this. It it comes from yoga philosophy and it's um, one of the core texts of yoga talk about um, this idea that there's three mental states that um, get in the way of us um, being in our best space, right? And one of these is called um, karma mala. And it's this idea that um, we don't feel, uh, we feel powerless, essentially. We feel like a lack of control. And that's how I feel in the fall. Like, I feel like, oh shit, the leaves are falling. The temperatures are dropping. I feel anxious. I feel overwhelmed. And so with this kind of mental set, this karma mala, they call it, we either go into complete shutdown. So we just get on the couch and watch Netflix, mm-hmm. binge watch whatever we're on to, or we overwork. Like we, we get even more like the anxious, um, I always think of like the squirrel that's like, I need more nuts. I need more nuts. Winter's coming, <laughs> right? right. So we either go and shut down or we go into like overwork. And, and this is anxiety, right? Like anxiety either numbs us or it puts us into like hyperdrive. And so the, the, the yoga texts talk about, can you add, and I love this curiosity. So like, instead of going into spinning or mm-hmm. going into shutdown, can you just like remain curious and open to what life is bringing? And actually as kind of full circle, this awareness that I'm not in as anxious of a space as I tend to be in the fall, I feel like I am more curious. I mean, you've heard me talk lately. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know where this is going. I don't know. I don't know where my life is taking me, but it's this, I'm kind of just curious and open. And so maybe there is, um, I'm seeing this teaching like alive in my life right now about just staying curious. It's like not a threat. Yeah. It's just, I'm just going to stay open to, to where life is, you know, leading me. Yeah. Yeah. That awareness piece is really, it's just, you know, it's kind of the key to everything and awareness, but also surrender and curiosity, you know? Um, Well, I will also share that September 21st is national gratitude day. Oh, and one of the things we know is that gratitude is a, is one of the pinnacle um, things when it comes to happiness, mm. the gratitude um, being the state of gratitude, but you also cannot be in the state of gratitude and anxiety at the same time. Yeah. So there's an opportunity, I think in the fall, when we think about Thanksgiving and, you know, the season of gratitude, maybe of trying to hold that which kind of allows the anxiety to, to dissipate because you cannot hold both at once. There's cognitive dissonance in those two things. Yes. So the more gratitude you can have, the less anxiety will mm-hmm. be present. So I have 
I'm really going to try to model that for myself this, this time of year. Um, because I think there's a lot of power in that, in that the idea that anxiety is just being worried about the future right. and being present. Gratitude is all about the present. So, so yeah. So I think that's a little nugget I'm taking with me this fall and just being more conscious about. Yeah. So curiosity, openness, gratitude, surrender, hot water, hot water. Oil, <laughs> cooked vegetables, maybe a little moving, little vitamin D thrown in. A little vitamin D. <laughs> yeah. I already feel better, Kate. See? I do too. I know it is. Well, my hope for all of our listeners is if there's anyone out there who has sort of been struggling with why am I always crabby in the fall? Why do I always get in fights with my partner in the fall? Why do I always feel anxious in the fall that hopefully we help dispel that you have to somehow go looking for the source of it. The source might just be the transition and the season and it's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. There's some things you can do to feel better. Um, instead of going into like blaming yourself, um, that for many of us, this is, this is a challenge, but clearly are there some things we can do to help soften the experience? Absolutely. Absolutely. And Fall is here, so let us enjoy what it brings and surrender to yep. what it's here to show surrender, us. Surrender, curiosity, gratitude. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, Kate. Thanks, Betsy. And now the amazing singer-songwriter, Lissy Morris, with Wild West. Thanks for joining us today. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Come back and rewild with us again next week. The